1: about to pers- hi welcome back I'm certainly glad you could join me today you ready to do a fantastic little painting with me super tell you what let's have them run all the colors across the screen that you need
2: to paint along with me drag out your paints or pull up your easy chair either one and let's have some fun together if you don't mind I will begin at the beginning it's a new
3: day Let's get going. One, two, three.
4: Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G.
5: Ah! <laughs> Think about it.
6: Why? People don't ask that question. But why was
1: there the civil war? Why could why could that one not have been worked out? There's a lot of butts on the internet. Have you tried looking there?
5: Okay, so your testimony is you don't really know anything. I assume... Ooh, knowledge and assumptions, those are like Loggins and Messina. It seems similar, but time proves one of them to be completely worthless. And now, boss, dogs and escalators. Why are they so terrified? Do they know something we don't? Our feature
2: presentation. I want to see that story. Dogs. Escalators. I wouldn't take my dog on an escalator. Do they know something we don't? Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Thursday morning, the 28th of July. Nope. 26th no. of July. That's yeah, yeah. more accurate, yes. Uh, Kevin, you were out
1: yesterday. Yes. So you did not get to enjoy the chipmunks with the rest of us. It's
3: my space, it's my space.
1: I mean, I didn't think it was fair. Allie and I were having all the fun. Yeah. And you had no chipmunks on the 12th Christmas. What's oh, happening? No, we're
7: losing your signal, Bean. Oh,
1: and it sounded fun oh. Hmm.
7: Oh. What I don't know what...
2: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, there Hello. you are! Oh, there you are! Okay. Oh, it works. Okay, good. Oh. Oh no! Again? Oh man! Yeah. I can't. It's weird. This is dolly. Weird. Yeah,
7: it's real. It's real hit and miss. Oh, Look. oh it's working. Oh, I mean, you're good. Excellent. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. trying to share,
2: man. Excellent. It'd be like it'd be like if they brought food by yesterday and we saved some for you. That's all it is. It would be like they brought food by yesterday that you know I hate and will throw up. Oh. And you saved some for me. Hmm. You're welcome. Hey, let's do a little uh, How Does the Story End, shall we? How
5: does the story end? My friend, friend, how does the story end?
1: Another very interesting First Amendment issue in the news right now. This is a high school senior. Actually, he just graduated from Liberty High School in Hillsboro, Oregon. How does this story... Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Just outside Portland. His name is Addison Barnes, and he filed a lawsuit in federal court alleging that the school violated his First Amendment rights because it punished him and suspended him, ultimately... For refusing to not wear a shirt to class that said "Donald J Trump Border Wall Construction Company" and the wall just got ten feet taller, he showed up with it at a politics class discussion about immigration. So he's making a making a statement there, right? <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, the school says that they uh, uh, they felt that the student's decision to wear the shirt. Um, Fell into a legal gray area, they understood, but they noted that a third of the high school's population is Hispanic and Liberty High School Administration believes they could reasonably forecast that Mr. Barnes' shirt might cause other students to feel unsafe and could potentially lead to walkouts, altercations, and other disruptive actions. Like, like, there's not enough going on in schools, by the way, without right. having to worry about students getting to fight over what people wear. This is one argument some people make for uniforms is because that way you don't have to worry about somebody coming in with something that's, you know, that's offensive to somebody else. Right. And don't we have history in Southern California schools particularly about keeping away from gang colors, too, right? Sure. There are some schools where they say you can't wear predominantly, you know, red or blue or whatever. Uh, Therefore, uh, they acted out of an abundance of caution on behalf of the student body to ensure safety and to maintain a secure school environment by requesting that he cover his shirt. When he refused, he was suspended. So, the case has now been settled. How does this story end? It is over. What do you think the judge ruled in that case? Did the school have the right to suspend the student for not taking off what they said was an inflammatory shirt? Or is the, did the kid have the First Amendment right to wear
2: whatever his political opinion was on his chest? For me, the first, the, um, his rights to say whatever he wants is mm-hmm. that the government won't come after him mm-hmm. for that. It's well, not that gov- if you're going, this, this is school- the government
1: coming after him. The it's, government it's is a, a school, school district.
2: first. Okay, well, it's a school, okay. and they came after him. And I think it's a disruptive factor.
3: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm.
2: if you do anything that's too disruptive, they will take action because they don't need disruptive.
3: Mm-hmm. Doesn't
2: matter what that it's a political thing or anything else. Yeah. If it's disruptive, it's okay to ask for something different. I
1: All think. right, so would that include a kid in L.A. coming to school in a Giants jersey? Of course, because that he would be, should di- be he should be kicked out permanently. Don't that be, would be ridiculous. <clears throat> that would be disruptive, but it's also just a kid supporting a baseball team he
2: likes. Yeah, you gotta. I think still they, disruptive. I mean, I think they have to make that call on the fly. How how disruptive will it be? Hmm. And politics these days is unbelievably disruptive. So I All would right. say they ruled the, uh, in favor of him, in favor of the school. All yes, right. in favor All- of the All- school. All- what, do you, right? what do you think?
7: I think if there was nothing explicit in the school's like bylaws, that type of thing. Oh, they
2: were just saying that because just, they wanted it?
7: They were saying, Oh, we can't have that, no right. we can't wear it. I don't think there would be legal ground for them to to say you can't wear it. I, mm-hmm. I don't and I feel like a judge would be very on the nose with what the law is, obviously. So I'm gonna say if it wasn't in the bylaws, the kid got away with it.
1: I don't know how they could put in the bylaws. Like Kevin said, you kind of make a decision on the fly based on what's going on in the news and what's going on with the kid and kid's would be, in the
7: class. that would be in the bylaws, that you can't wear something right. So disruptive. Right, that's too
2: disruptive. They too don't disruptive. have to describe exactly what right. it is. I would guess they have that, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, the... Uh... How does the story end?
1: I agree with the judge's decision that it is total BS that the school did not allow the student to express his, his, his uh, political views on his T-shirt, and the school has agreed to settle and pay the student $25,000 for his legal fees and have his principal write him an apology, which he did. Please accept my apologies for charging you with a suspension. Best wishes to you in the future. So, the First Amendment ruled in this case, and the case that they cited, by the way, was a case back from the 1960s, where students were uh, were uh, said to be being disrupted by wearing black armbands to protest the Vietnam War. And the decision back then, in Tinker versus Des Moines, was students do not shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gates. So, that was the precedent, and it ruled that students could not be censored except in instances where it disrupted or interfered with the school's activities deliberately so i guess that's the way
2: that's what i was saying is that i feel like they could based on that Mm -hmm. based on too much disruptive
1: it uh it ended up uh you know ended up being settled for 25 grand so the the kid got away with it but i'm telling you got away with it and got money and got money for it right exactly and has graduated too by the way so doesn't even have to go back so now he can wear all the offensive t shirts he wants when he's not getting hired for a job. And the <laughs> best part of that, though, is the apology letter, right? Yes. From the uh. principal. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so that, funny. my friends, is how the story ends. That's how the story
2: ends. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
0: Good morning, chumps.
2: We're going to play Christmas music all day, you guys. That Actually, that was... that was, uh, was going to play Christmas because it's hot? That was, it is still oh, hot. We're hot. We're not on the area, right? It, it is still okay, hot. Okay, so don't hot. tell anyone, but we're going to play Christmas music that was all yes, morning. That, that was yesterday. I'm sorry you missed it. Oh. Uh, today on the program, we do have Bean's Death Corner. Mm-hmm. We have People Are Dumb. We have comedian Eliza Schlesinger. Love oh, have, you, have you seen her special? I have. It's very funny. So funny. Yep. Uh, are bold guys sexier than guys with hair? Apparently, a lot of women think so. I would think it depends on the bald guy and the guy with the hair.
7: Oh, absolutely. Sure, of course
2: it does. I think
7: there's just a there's a difference in a confidence factor sometimes. Yeah, true. When a, a bald guy can be like, yeah, I'm bald and what you got.
2: I've seen both beat and I bald. Yeah. And we're not that guy.
1: Not a good look.
2: And anyone with hair beats us. But one hair. Also, just one also, single but, hair. We're also
1: <laughs> not that guy with hair either, though.
2: You know what I mean? We sure. don't win either way.
1: Right. Oh, this got <laughs> This real is a sad. lose-lose for us. It is. <laughs> what we need, I'll tell you who we win with, is blind deaf girls. That's who we win with. All right. They like us. Really? I mean, yeah. have, have we mm-hmm. tested
2: that or are you just guessing?
1: Well, I mean, they can't see or hear us, so it would be very difficult to turn them
2: off. But do Earth. you know that they like us? I don't, actually. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Drew's on the show today. Mm-hmm. We got a memo about um, the bathrooms.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: We call it the poo memo.
7: Yeah.
2: It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that somebody in HR had to write mm-hmm. this email and yeah. send it out to everybody saying, hey, go ahead and flush, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It does seem like like you learn that when you're three. What are yeah. we, animals? But you know we've had problems with this year after year after oh, year. Oh, yeah. 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 People Fe- are proud. <laughs> right? Hey, check this out. Yeah. Uh, we, also, we also have uh, Kevin and Bean Built This Pool singles party passes. We're going to do that uh, twice today, once in the 7 o'clock hour, once in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
5: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
2: Allie.
7: Bean. What's happening? Listen, this is big news, and I want to get it out of the way so you can make plans.
2: Okay. it's going to change our daily plan? <sighs> well,
7: it's going to change next week for you.
2: Okay. all right.
7: Because... On Wednesday, August. And now, a breaking news bulletin. On Wednesday, August 1st.
0: And now, a breaking news bulletin.
7: Dollar Dodger Dog Night returns. Yay! You guys.
2: Gotta admit, Dodger Dogs are pretty damn good.
7: for a dollar.
8: (laughs) Woo! Woo! feels good you guys <laughs>
7: it's the dodgers brewers game and one dollar dodger dog night will easily make it the most appetizing game of the year yes dodgers it will limit how, um, five per transaction
2: how how much are Dodger dogs uh usually um 17 dollars and 50 cents
7: i doubt yeah that. it's oh. Uh, oh, like four bucks i think four
2: bucks? or five oh that's quite a savings then it's
7: quite a savings
2: a- do you
1: want extra sausage I I don't think it's for sausage. I just think Dodger Dog. That's
7: not necessary, Bean. We're all having fun here. Right. We were. Dodger Dogs. Next Wednesday, August 1st, Dollar Dodger Dog Night returns. You guys, this is very exciting. I agree. They say that there's a limit of five per person per
2: (sighs) transaction. That's so funny. Who's going to order ten?
7: Well, here's the thing, though. I would get five and then get right back in line. Sure. Get another five. I'd have a knapsack with me, and I'd bring them home.
1: So mm-hmm. oh. we could have, have them every day for, like, the next month.
7: That would be the best.
2: would be pretty good.
7: Oh, very exciting news.
2: Mmm, delicious. Right?
7: Indeed. What's
2: about that guy? Yeah.
7: Well, Chris Hardwick will be back. He has been reinstated for Talking Dead by AMC, effective August 12th, after the mid-season premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. As most people know, he had his show Talking with Chris Hardwick pulled off the channel a day before season two was set to premiere, after his ex-girlfriend, Chloe Dykstra, accused him of sexual assault and emotional abuse in a first-person online post. He also then bowed out of moderating The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and Doctor Who panels for AMC, BBC, America at Comic-Con last week in San Diego. It
2: was all him bowing out or they forced it on him?
7: He says he bowed out. I'm
2: very
1: confused by this story, Allie. Okay. What was their conclusion that they did not make public?
7: Um, Well, the network conducted an investigation. This is what they said. Following a comprehensive assessment by AMC, working with Ivy Kagan Bierman of the firm Loeb & Loeb, who has considerable experience in this area... Chris Hardwick will return to AMC as the host of Talking Dead and Talking with Chris Hardwick.
1: So is that, is the conclusion then that all or part of what Chloe Dexter said wasn't true?
7: We take these matters very seriously and given the information available to us after a very careful review, including interviews with numerous individuals, we believe returning Chris to work is the appropriate step.
2: I would say that is what it means. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. I wouldn't either. I don't like this at all.
7: It, it's it, they interviewed who they interviewed is essentially what they're saying. They're not saying who they interviewed. Meaning they
2: were trying to clear him to get him back on?
7: I, I would think they'd want him back on. Sure. Because um, God knows no one can host those shows. We've seen it firsthand with Kevin. <laughs> um, but I feel like if people had come out and said, oh yeah, I was told not to hire her, like she had alluded to, and uh-huh. not even alluded to, basically said in this essay, Right? did they not talk to those people? Because they came out and said, no, that happened. And then there were people at Nerdist, writers that backed her story too. So hmm. it just seems like they talked to... Certain people. And obviously With his an wife... With agenda of getting yeah, him back on. His wife came out and said, this is not the man I know. This is not him. A couple ex-girlfriends came out and said, this isn't the man I know. And he, here's the thing. It, he, it probably isn't the man you know, but it's the man that she says she knew. So where do you draw that line?
1: Well, I mean, this... We keep coming into this. Mm-hmm. Is there a statute of limitations on bad behavior? Is there a point at which you say that person did bad things, but they have grown and changed from that? And now they should be allowed to live in, in society. I don't know what the answer is to that. I just felt I felt that that statement from AMC was unsatisfactory.
7: Yeah, I, I agree with that. It And there's a thing with Redemption. That we all, time passes and all of a sudden everyone's cleared of everything. But there's also people that apologize for wrongdoings and then do everything in their power to make things better. Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe leaking text messages to TMZ wasn't the way to go about it on his part.
1: Little little victim uh, shaming.
7: uh, Yeah. And if people know anything about people in emotional abuse situations... You want to be with that person because that's the only person you feel like is good for you. And for TMZ to have released those, te- that's a whole different situation because it made every fanboy go, see, she she would set him up for this. And I say to that, look at all those women that became famous for coming out against men that's that assaulted them or abused them. Look at all those women that I watch on TV with their own <laughs> shows. <laughs> see, because it doesn't happen.
2: aren't any." Is what you're saying That's what I'm okay. saying
7: Yeah I probably should have to Spell that I out for you.
2: people Because
7: Oof Yeah it's It's an interesting Interesting thing
8: but That's real talk Right there Let's man. take a walk down Conspiracy alley
7: Smell it Oh, (laughs) all right. Well, and if you're wondering about the frequent Talking Dead guest, Yvette Nicole Brown, who was set to host things in the interim while the investigation was underway, she will still host the August 5th preview special because production is underway on that. And she will now be a guest on the August 12th post-fear episode.
1: Will we get to see the Donald Glover episode that was postponed? Funny you should
7: ask. No word yet on when talking with Chris Hardwick will return on the air And if the episodes will actually see the light of day or if they'll start all over. Because, yeah, the season premiere was with Donald Glover. And that was pulled a couple days before it was supposed to air. All right. A lot of news. (laughs) A lot of news, you guys. But I've got some great news coming up. Okay. It includes Jeff Goldblum hosting a show. (gasps) With his shirt off? I imagine. At some point it's coming off, right? He's like the Dan Reynolds of... Shows, I don't,
2: with that. It's it's a good reference.
7: Yeah, good times. Hey, some birthdays for you. Mick Jagger, Helen Mirren, Sandra Bullock, Kate Beckinsale, Jeremy Piven, Jason Statham, Chris Harrison,
1: and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. There are two food stories in the news right now, Kevin, that I think are interesting. All right. Now, we haven't talked about this one off here at all, so I have a feeling, like with so many things, I'm going to be the only one who's sad by this news. I mean, that's generally true. Because you guys hate all things that are great. Right. Mm. Necco's are, no, are no more.
3: Good. Okay. Ne-
1: the Necco factory was, uh, the Necco company was sold, mm-hmm. and now the new buyers have closed down the Necco factory. That went,
7: what, Revere or Saugus Mass?
1: Yes. Yeah,
7: I that flip great. that off as I drive past it, driving to my parents in this Maine. Is why you're mad? Because and that's the right thing. Neckos are from Delicious. hell.
5: Delicious. Why exactly. not just
7: eat some chalk? Because right? it doesn't taste like chalk. Because chalk and cardboard. It tastes like... Yeah. It Just tastes like
1: d- it, you know what? Necco's is one of my five favorite candies to, to get at 7-Eleven. And you can ask my brother and it's you can ask possible. my dad. We grew up eating Necco's all the time and I never stopped loving them. They're, it's like eating pure sugar. What's not to love? It literally, it's literally is like, it's like not, not pure sugar. It it is. Is. It's
7: not sweet. It is literally like it's, eating chalk. It is it's chalk. A it's a, a disc of chalk.
1: A, of delicious flavored sugar is what it is. A lot of people are very upset. And by the way, a uh, lot
2: of people are very upset. Thank you, Donald Trump.
1: They are. I've heard I answered the business line and they were telling, <laughs> "Look, uh, the, uh, the, I'm very uh, I'm very upset." Mm-hmm. A because I love uh Necco wafers, no one but you no, don't because I'm seeing some just out and out hate about Necco wafers huh. online today. What as a surprise. <laughs> Necco wafers have been around since before the Civil War, by the way, with no change in their recipe. Uh, plenty of detractors argue that the candy tastes like it's been around right? since the Civil
2: War. They only made them during the World War years, and then... Yeah,
7: they've run out, that's yeah. why they're That's close. it, they run out.
2: Now, it is unclear what will happen to the other brands
1: under the company umbrella. They also make uh, Sweethearts, those little heart-shaped uh, Valentine's Day candies. Where do you guys come down on that? I uh, like those. I like Fine. those, too. They make Mary Jane's. Uh, they make squirrel nut zippers, which I like very much. I'm not a fan of the Clark bars. They make the Clark bars as well. Okay. But, uh, exp- look, here's what I'm saying. And I'm going to do the same thing today. Uh, if there are Necco wafers in a store near you, mm-hmm. grab them now. Unless. Buy, them, buy them now.
2: Hold on. Unless you think they taste like chalk. Then go ahead and let
1: somebody else buy them. it. Yeah. There's no reason to buy them if you don't like them. Right. But if you don't like them, you're a bad person. All right. So that's thing one. Thing two. Hot Cheetos, ladies and gentlemen, are back in the news, which we're very we're always excited about.
2: When I eat Hot Cheetos, I get crazy. I just love Hot Cheetos. No, <laughs> I like those little I kids. Love I love them so just much. They instantly happy. <laughs> although they're like 30 now. So, I uh, I, I
1: love I, Hot Cheetos so much. <laughs> anytime Hot Cheetos with the news, we get very excited. But this is a weird story. This is from, uh, this is from Memphis. Kevin was just I'm pretending smoking. He was
8: smoking. I, know, I love uh, Hot
2: Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the sidewalk with a shopping cart. Yeah. All right, this thank is,
1: you. This is a news report, I think from Tennessee the story happened in memphis let's listen to what happened to this teenager a teen in memphis had to have her gallbladder removed hot cheetos might be the blame what oh my god gallbladder removed everybody wow now, how many hot Cheetos do you have to eat before you get to the point where your
2: gallbladder has to be taken out? Honestly, I would think there's no number. I would think, I would so think too. you could eat them around the clock. and You might have other health issues, but why is your gallbladder well, you going take out? Well, for, for starters
1: about health issues, your booty might be burning, right? Well, that's true. Keep that in mind. But, yeah, you're right. It's a safe
2: – you would think it is a safe food that you could eat all you want. You get sick of it before anything – real – you know, bad could happen. It's so bizarre. All right, let's let's continue.
8: 17-year-old Renee Craighead. She's 17! Yes. She... I thought this would definitely be a dude. Look,
2: I did too. We all did because dudes are dumb. All right, here we
8: go. Estimates that she was eating about four bags a day of different spicy flavored chips that she apparently developed a pain in her stomach, went to the hospital, had to have her gallbladder removed. Her doctor believes the hot chips could be partly to blame. Frito-Lay and Takis both release separate statements reassuring their chips are safe to eat but added they should be enjoyed in what? Moderation. Moderation.
1: I can go through about a third of a Flamin' Hot Crunchy bag and okay. then I'm it's that's good. Yeah,
8: but some people who love spicy they just can overdo it, I know.
7: We're not talking the big bags.
1: Oh, I think they're talking they the the, the, the mini the mini bags. But if it's the in, like, mini
2: bags, condition. how does her gallbladder have to be removed? And he also said could be part of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe she had other health issues at 17. I don't know. I mean, it well, seems but he like he said if, only could be part of it. He didn't say right. it's a direct relation well, because you can't really prove it.
1: But I mean, that's the probably the food that is most suspect because she was eating so much of it every day. And by the way, four bags a day is not a healthy diet. Right. But not that much. Uh, it doesn't sound unless like
7: it's four of the big bags. You're not thinking just little snack bags. Yeah, snack bags. Lunch. That's what I think it's what thinking. I'm thinking. I, you think wow. they're the
1: monster bags? Yeah, oh, the, wow. I
7: would think it would have to be to do this kind of damage, no?
1: R- Renee, what are you doing, girl? That's
7: what I'm saying. We need to talk to
1: Renee. What are you doing? it?
7: It can't possibly be those bags. Now,
1: I can't, uh, I don't want to narrow this down and get somebody we know in trouble, but, you know, we've talked in the past about how addictive these Hot Cheetos are yes, and sure. how it's become an epidemic. Talk about things that are banned in schools, by the way. A lot of schools have banned the Hot Cheetos for a number of reasons. They're like contraband. It's like smuggling, you know, smuggling drugs into jail or something right but uh we know somebody ali you heard this story yesterday who is a teacher who goes to costco mm-hmm. and buys the giant you know bags of uh, hot cheetos you know the giant the pallet of the mini sizes and then sells them to her students at a big markup that's awesome so side hustle you, side hustle indeed that right? is truly yeah. awesome and there's a light around the, around the classroom for that, man, because he's Hot Cheetos, man. When you get a craving for Hot Cheetos, there is no yeah. substitute.
7: And listen, we all know teachers do not make nearly enough that they should. They're buying all sorts of stuff for their classroom out of their own pocket. Mm-hmm. Good for this teacher yeah. to put it back into supplies. By the way, you guys, um, this is from Renee's mom. Mm-hmm. She loves them. Every time I go out, she says, Bring me back some hot takis. Bring me back some hot chips. I want to make her happy, so I brought them back. She was eating big bags and would take them to school with her.
5: Wow. They're
1: the big bags. (laughs) Oh, my God. (gasps) Four of those. Renee. Well, I'm having, here's what I know. For lunch today, I'm having hot Cheetos and then uh, finishing it off with some Neckos.
2: Oh, Oh, my God. uh,
1: That's what a meal. Wow. Then laying your head
2: down for sweet (laughs) relief. Mm. Wait, that what? It a death, death joke,
5: but
2: I take it back.
5: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K okay, Rod. Right.
1: One uh, unfinished piece of business from Comic-Con that we need to deal with. Remember when we were down there last Friday and we ran into Jim Jeffries, who was taping some stuff for his Comedy Central show there at the House of Blues? Yes. Well, he aired what he was taping, and it's hilarious. He was confronting, and you're not going to believe this, guys, until you hear the tape. He was confronting the people who are upset about diversity in comic books. Upset about it? Because let's face it, superheroes all have to be white, straight, Chris, straight Christian males, right? Mm. You can't. There's no room for superheroes other than really.
2: That. Those people still exist that are willing to admit it.
1: Not only do they exist, Jim talked to them on the street in San Diego, and you should be hearing that now. So, comic good guy, I am. Used uh, to be. Why do you say used to be?
2: Oh, I stopped reading it over the diversity issue. Now, overall they've been changing combat character- characters a little too
6: much. Does it a- a comic book tradition, in a way, uh, how each character should look. I think when they start making Superman gay and, you know, or, uh, Aquaman transgender,
1: it's like, I don't go around and parade what I am. Don't go around and parade what you are. Ah, for f***ing sake. Okay, <laughs> here's what straight white Christian guys don't know, is that the whole world is is designed around you. You don't have to parade what you are because you're most people. Right. Right. You're many people Mm -hmm. and you're the, the quote unquote accepted normal. Right. Right. But there's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and billions of other people out there who aren't you, who have no representation at all and are living in a world that is not theirs. That's what you don't right.: understand. How
2: can that upset them?
1: How can it upset mm. them, indeed? Well, there is a mastermind who runs a YouTube channel, and he's kind of the kind of main guy kind of behind the diversity backlash, and Jim got him on camera to do an interview, and it's pretty cool. Meet Richard Meyer. What are your thoughts on the current state of comic books? Comics are kind of uh, uh, weirdly dying politics, uh, specifically identity politics being shoved into everything a character that used to look like a 1980s Dallas Cowboy cheerleader basically looks like me now. By the way, um, how, how do I... Hmm? Uh, never mind. <laughs>
7: huh.
1: I don't know what to do with this guy. All right. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this guy. We, of course, are rocking those A cups. Anything above a B cup. You you hate women? Okay, I gotta agree with them on there. It's ridiculous <laughs> to taking all the boobs out of the comic books. I mean, come on, uh, well, they're not real. They might as well have boobs, right? Right. You guys are with I me. I mean,
2: I think all Ms. sizes. Marvel.
1: You think what? All sizes. Who cares? I mean, I do. Okay. But, okay. Ms. Marvel was introduced as a Pakistani American Muslim Riri Williams who replaced Iron Man. If you don't like her, it's because you're racist or sexist, but probably both. It, it would it would upset a racist. <laughs> I, I think it would. He agrees that it would have race. several races. <laughs> Jim is so funny on this. All right, so now they bring in a differing opinion. These are all cosplayers down at Comic-Con. And uh, help me out here, Allie, kind of describing what this group is that's in front of Jim.
7: Um, You had Loki, you had Green Lantern, um, Harley Quinn. Right. Green Lantern is an African-American gentleman. Uh, it appears that Loki might be... Um, not white you can't really or it's uh, Harley Quinn might be not what you just can't tell because her face is painted. But it seems like there's a diverse group and a guy named Doug.
1: <laughs> For some reason, just a guy, just named, a guy Doug,
8: named Doug. Just
1: <laughs> a Who uh, Jim points out looks like he's doing King of Queens cosplay. Which <laughs> I thought was, was very funny. Obviously, they have a, a different opinion about diversity in comic books. Richard Mai, uh, he believes that diversity is ruining the comic book industry. That's false. Yeah. That's false. He's not I mean, been reading comics. Why do you think some people can be so possessive of comic books?
0: characters i think once you make a connection with a character that you like a lot it it creates this sense of of ownership if you see yourself in the character it, it boosts your confidence you don't feel like you're so alone in the world there's been a reduction of breasts <laughs> you know about this controversy we don't want to always just ourselves
1: overly objectified just to satisfy someone's Being. weird fantasy okay it's not <laughs> breasts are not a weird fantasy by the way That's a pretty pretty common thing that people like.
7: When they're huge on a tiny little waist, something that nobody can achieve, Mm -hmm. it's a fantasy, Bean.
1: I hate to break it to you. But they don't have to stand up in real life, though, Allie.
2: It's only a comic book.
7: I'm just saying it plays into your little...
2: (laughs) Which, (laughs) Never make that sound again. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But what about, like, um, if
1: Heyman had a dad bod? I have the power over the temperature in this house. (laughs) Do you think that politics can sometimes get in the way? Why can't we just have like a fun story about a superhero? I think
5: the thing with comics is they've always followed the trends of the political landscape. Take Superman. His whole thing is that he's an alien on a completely different planet and has adopted the country, America, as his home and is trying to fit in. That is the whole...
1: So Jim starts to think about that and comes up with this conclusion. I might be Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you should definitely check out the whole piece. It's very funny. Jim Jeffries from his Comedy Central show.
2: It's Kevin and Bean!
1: Jay put up a uh, Twitter poll at Kevin and Bean uh, to settle this Necco's controversy, by the way. And I'm telling you, there's a lot more people who love delicious Necco candy than you think. Just Mm -hmm. because you don't like it doesn't mean millions of other... Look, it hasn't been in production for 170 years because people don't like it, Kevin
2: argue with that what i'm saying and ali was saying as well is that they made a bunch like a hundred years ago (laughs) right Uh and they just finished selling that's it (laughs) so they're like
7: close up shop
2: (laughs) (laughs) how dare you (laughs) anyway go to at kevin bean on twitter if
1: you want to weigh in on that we'll see how it goes first though how about an all-new beans death corner hey everybody
2: gather all the kitties around the radio it's time for beans death corner
1: Bean loves death any time of day He gets all giddy and screams hooray There's
5: something wrong in his head Death
1: We don't know what's wrong with Bean But now you'll get to see what we mean Oh Bean loves death, oh Bean loves death I,
2: I, 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 I I oh,
1: love death The last uh, Bean's Death Corner story today is one of my favorites of all time. Allie, you're going to love it, too. It's so weird
2: that you even have a category of your favorite
1: death stories.
2: Andy said, I'm going to love it. And (laughs) you're going to
1: love it. You're going to love it, and it's going to end up, there's no question in my mind, it's going to end up being a Dateline NBC episode. So you really are going to love it. So that'll be the last story. But let me get a couple out of the way first. Uh, This one, very popular with our listeners. A man returned to his New Jersey home recently to find both his wife and And her lover, dead in the garage Mm. after the pair apparently died of carbon monoxide poisoning while having sex (gasps) in the car. Oh. Oh, wow. Again, his wife and her secret lover that he did not know about, did not know that his wife was doing this. She was 39 years old. Her boyfriend was 56. Sources believe he was her mechanic. They were discovered just before 9 p.m. a couple of Mondays ago at a house in Newark. Sources say the wife and the mechanic were having sex in the car in the garage when they were both killed by the poison gas. The husband came home later to discover the bodies. Law enforcement sources say they believe the wife was paying for her car work by having sex with the mechanic.
7: Listen, and he checks mechanic, the oil. And by mechanic, you mean
8: tailpipe, am I right? Oh, <laughs> check
1: the oil, tailpipe, boom, <laughs> So do you think he went off to work and said, honey, get the car fixed. Just take care of it while I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe, sure. Yeah. And
2: she tried, but it didn't work out. But then he just had to call a tow truck and it was all gone.
7: <laughs> what do you think a mechanic He's a new man? of all people that works on cars would mm-hmm. know we should maybe open a door? Something I, yes that and, does and make also sense.
1: they're at her house and her husband is not home. Why are they doing it in the car instead of inside, like in the living room, or I don't know, maybe even on a
2: bed. Fantasy. Maybe she thought. Fantasy. Maybe she thought they would get caught. Maybe yeah, maybe they would so. see something that would. Well,
1: she got caught. But but she did, too, yeah. too late for her. Here's a, a story out of German, Germany. This is the Aachen Strangler. He's very famous in Germany. He was a longtime serial killer. He's one of those guys who got away with it for years and years and then stopped. But DNA evidence caught up with him 18 years after his last of five murders. Wow. And they were able to arrest him and convict him. And he has been in jail ever since. Well, no more. He killed himself. I guess by accident, by performing a strange solo sex act in his prison cell over the weekend. Here's what he did, because you may be wondering, how yeah, do you, huh? how do you, he gave himself a fatal electric shock after tying a cable from a lamp around his penis and nipples. Mm,
7: sure.
1: Yeah, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying what? to figure, out I didn't know you had <laughs> lamps in prison, first of all. It seems like that's the type of thing that would be off limits because well, it could be
2: dangerous, especially for a guy who's a serial killer. Uh, you don't yeah. think you
1: give them a like a fancy dormitory. Right? I was going right. to say,
2: maybe it's not as hardcore a prison, but if he killed five people, then it Yeah,
1: prison spokesperson huh. Kandika Tunkel said he removed a cable from his bedside table lamp that he wound it around his nipples and his penis, and he stuck the end in a power socket. Now, was he trying to kill himself, or do you think he was just trying to get some sort of a charge out of that?
7: Yeah, he wanted a little jolt.
1: Yeah, that's what I think, too. Is, yeah. Does that help? A postmortem established that Schiffer, 62, died of heart failure as a result of electric current flowing through his chest. So he did. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Sure. This is a story out of a peaceful golf community in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. It has come to a bizarre conclusion. A 71 year old man named Alan Abramson. The investigation of his death started about six months ago as a homicide. It's a small town of about 50,000 people, one of the safest places to live in the state. So it was a shocking crime there. Mr. Abramson did not have any known enemies. He and his wife were soulmates. He was somebody everybody would gravitate to. He was an avid golfer. He enjoyed traveling. He had a zest for life. He was known for his extraordinary smile, contagious laugh, and the twinkle in his eyes, said his obituary. By the way, you can already hear that in Josh Bankwitz's oh, voice, Yeah, not you?
7: He really lit up a room.
1: His uh, his widow Linda said her husband was probably going to meet his friend at Starbucks the morning that he died. It was last January. He left the uh, the, uh, the complex where they lived in at five fifty three. You can see him on video walking out of the gated community in which they lived. Thirty seven minutes later, a single gunshot can be heard on the surveillance video. This is at five forty two. All right, he leaves the at seven o'clock. A dog who jumped off a golf cart found his body. He was lying on his back in a field near the gate with a hole in his sweatshirt surrounded by blood. He was killed by a single bullet, which had mushroomed into six points with an entered his body, hitting his heart and lugs and breaking a rib. By wow. By 9.30 a.m., detectives were on the scene. They found Abramson's phone and his wallet in his pocket, along with a pair of scissors. But they didn't find the watch he normally wore, hmm. nor the hundreds of dollars he was known to carry, or the gun that shot him. Hmm. So they're thinking maybe a robbery or something, right? Murder. Like, they walked around the country club looking for clues and evidence like the missing gun or the casing of the bullet that pierced his chest, but they didn't find him. Then they started to investigate his home life, and what they found on his computer made things a little bit more interesting. About a month before he died, he had purchased a $55 weather balloon. On January 23rd, police found he went to an industrial gas store in West Palm Beach and left with a helium tank. His friends and family said he did not have any hobbies that used those tools. You figured out what happened yet here, you guys? No. No. Oh. What he tied, he tied his, his gun, gun to, the to a weather balloon. He so- shot himself. No, sir. And made it look like a robbery oh. slash murder. And they couldn't find the gun because it was tied. That's the balloon. To That's a crazy. weather balloon. Research continued until detectives stumbled upon a similar incident in a 2003 CSA Las Vegas episode where a character had tied a gun to helium-filled balloons to stage a homicide. No one had seen the weather balloon, but then they went back to the man's computer and saw that he had searched suicide. He had searched how to commit suicide. He had searched life insurance suicide. As you know, most life insurance policies, they will pay out to the family members unless it's a suicide. There's no death benefit in that case. Right. He had taped undetectable suicide methods, and then in August of last year, he wrote, how many cubic feet of helium do you need to raise one pound? His last search was the day before his death, where he searched dawn and dusk times. The pieces finally fit together, and it became clear
2: he was not murdered. He killed himself. A bizarre situation. He and I I are searching for very different things on the internet. Yes, you are. But
7: plot twist... Somebody put all that on his
1: computer. Boom! Oh! Christ. Then
2: murdered him. Good. It night. was the wife, you Good guys.
1: Night, right? It had to be Linda. Oh! I hate Linda so much. You figured it out, Allie. Well done. Thank you. And this has been Bean's Death Corner. That was Bean's Death Corner.
6: Oh,
0: Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death. Oh, Bean loves death so
1: much
9: Podcast, All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash podcast.
1: Okay. Bean, look what you did. That's you did. Oh. Dumb. You, you got thrown
7: off. all out of his How did, How did I
2: do that? I was just checking on Blanche. Yeah, but it took so long and Dave yes. didn't answer and then we were but, trying to figure out what you were doing. And but now Heaven's
7: thinking about dogs. Uh, right?
2: Jesus. <laughs> People are dumb. A uh, man operating a go-kart Thursday night has been charged with driving under the influence. Okay. okay. On a go-kart. Sure. Stopped around eleven forty-five after police noticed it on a street in Carlisle. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was driving it down a street. <laughs> He's 31 year- years old. Uh, in addition to DUI, he was charged with driving under a suspended license, DUI-related possession of a small amount of marijuana and other traffic offenses. Okay. I hear you uh, snickering, Kevin, but if you had a go-kart,
1: there's 100% chance that you would take it out onto the streets in your neighborhood.
2: Yes. 100%. Yes, but I wouldn't if I was drunk. Okay, good. Okay. But yeah, of course. Sure. I would drink first on purpose after before I uh, drove one of those. Here's another uh, uh, drunken driving story, unfortunately, out of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State Police say a woman uh, was arrested on drunk driving, so they called a the tow truck. And then the tow truck driver was arrested for drunk driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same story. Who did, who did he call? <laughs> 51-year-old Patricia O'Donnell of Marston Mills had been stopped by a trooper on Saturday night, arrested for dr- driving under the influence. Then 25-year-old Brandon Fenton had been dispatched by the towing company and police saw him go over the white line off the right side of the road, almost hit a pole, and then came back oh, on. Geez. So they gave him a test to see if he was driving under the influence and he was as well. It's, a, it's an epidemic, you guys, right? A man in Nashville was suspected of huffing and doing naked jumping jacks in a women's restroom of a South Nashville fast food restaurant. Brody Young, 25 years old, was taken into custody on Monday on charges of criminal trespassing, public intoxication, and public indecency. Metro police were called earlier in the day to McDonald's, uh, where a man was wearing no clothing, was locked in the women's restroom, and refused to leave. Look, I know he was drunk and all, and that's the primary
1: explanation for this. He was huffing. Okay, huffing, sorry. But what's going on in
2: his mind where he needs to do naked jumping jacks? I mean, it's tough to tell what a person huffing is thinking. Yeah. Okay. I do
7: some of my best cardio after to I Do you? Huff.
2: <laughs> yes. The naked man was locked in a stall where management said he had, quote, been all day. Oh. Police reported Young was erratic, doing jumping jacks and hitting the wall and smelled strongly of chemical fumes as mm. if he was huffing. Okay. Court records uh, show that uh, he had prior charges for huffing. This guy really has problems with huffing. Yeah, remember when Bean told Doctor Drew he wanted to huff? Look, everything that comes along that's trendy, I talk to Doctor Drew about whether I should do it or not. Huffing, Beans and like, he... should I do it, Doctor Drew? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> and he always
1: talks me out of it too. I, Weird. I, I've, I've said a million what a surprise. times. If Doctor Drew would sign off on
2: some of these crazy things, like I always talk about LSD, if he would sign off on it, I would do it. He but, has uh,
7: signed off on the mushrooms. Right. And Good you... point.
2: So, have you done that? Right. Uh, no, not oh, yet. Oh, you're all talk then, I guess. Not you yet. live
7: in the best area ever to
1: take mushrooms and go on a little
2: walk. Not yet, mm-hmm. like you're going to. Right. You're just holding off for the right minute. This but, is like you know, three years what? ago, you asked him.
1: But I'm, I'm sad now that I never got to huff because it sounds like a lot of fun. It's still <laughs> available. Yeah, it's still a thing. <laughs> but if you end up you in still a huff. <laughs> at McDonald's ladies' room
2: doing naked jumping jacks, I think that's for me. There's, that is very much on brand for me. Sure, Uh, Here's another naked story. I'm not exactly sure why everybody's getting naked, but they are. Police say Eric Stagno, who's 34, stripped naked in a crowded gym this weekend. He had stripped naked, did yoga poses in the middle of the gym, um, and apparently he was arrested at Planet Fitness. When officers arrived, they found him there completely nude on his knees in a yoga-type position. He walked into the gym, stripped down at the door, and then proceeded to walk to the back and forth uh, several times before sitting down on a yoga mat. Hmm. Police arrested him, and he said, I thought this was a no judgment zone. <laughs> 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 he was shaming the police. How dare you charge me for being naked?
7: It's true. You want to go to a gym and not be judged with how you look. You're right, there huh? to better yourself. Exactly. I support him.
2: <laughs> People are dumb. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean
1: Show on K Rock. Right, Eliza? Right? Whoa! (laughs) Eliza! (laughs) Just for you! Eliza is back with a brand-new Netflix special called Elder <laughs> Millennial. And along with that, she put together an Elder Millennial playlist that's up on Spotify. That is a banger, by the way. Thank you.
8: <laughs> that is the ultimate validation from an institution like this. Yeah, it is
1: awesome. Now, I want to talk about, the, among other things, the playlist and the special, of course. But for folks who don't know and they're confused by Elder Millennial, could you do you mind explaining just what that is?
8: Elder? So, it's... Uh... <laughs> You know, everybody thinks of millennials, even though we're not the youngest group now, as this, like, young demographic, this generation. Um, And because we're getting older and, you know, there's people younger than us now, I looked at our generation and I realized I am technically a millennial. But because I was born in 1983, I am on the older spectrum. Like, I was one of the first millennials. So... While I am in the same age group as some people in their 20s, I'm not the same as them. I'm Wizen, so I am the elder <laughs> millennial as well as any of you born in the early 80s. So it's about looking at life with a little bit of perspective now that we're creeping into our mid-30s. On
2: your Netflix special, you do a uh, fantastic old person. Thank you. <laughs> you hunch over. You <laughs> do within? the voice.
8: Yeah. <laughs> you do. You
2: save, You appear 80 <laughs> in, in, a, in an instant, which is remarkable.
8: Yeah, she's she's ancient. She's At, learned her lessons.
2: She's <laughs> wise above all
8: else. Above all else. And
1: this, uh, this playlist, so this is for people like you who were totally listening to all these songs back in the early 2000s. Yes. Did, did you have a little emo streak in you, Eliza?
8: Yeah, well, the, to me, there were emo kids and then there were sort of like pop punk, like dashboard confessionals. Like, emo and right. like you know so that's like sad it's emotional mm-hmm. and their hair was all combed down and eyeliner and then like on the next family tr- branch of that tree was like bands like the get up kids and reggie and the full effect and like all that midwest sort of rock and i went to the university of kansas uh-huh. where the there, anniversary that explains it. Okay. yeah so i the got to know all sure. that and then but in high school it was like newfound glory jimmy Eat world so it was sort of and, like, Blink-182, I'd kind of put them in the same category. So I wanted to make a playlist, because, you know, like, you were just playing Shanice, that spanned all music genres because you were here, unless you were, like, just die hard at the mall, only at Hot Topic. Like, you were hearing (laughs) all of this at the time.
1: And I love that you have, you were really into it. I had forgotten about some of the songs like Cascada and some of those songs that were, like, the post-Britney, like, teen pop girls. Like, you with unironically put Jessica Simpson on this playlist. None Whether of is this, this is right? all
8: dead serious. Willa
1: Ford, Mandy Moore. I mean, it's a crazy look. Yeah. This playlist. It, it really is. I fun. love
8: that you forgot Cascada, but she is on my workout mix. I listen to that one song every time we touch every day. <laughs> really? All this music has never left my heart. <laughs> well, it's a super
1: playlist. It's at Spotify. How do, how do they find it? They just search your name? Is that?
8: Yeah, you should go to Spotify. I actually search Elder Millennial. It's, okay. It's got go. a picture of me in my like Juicy Couture jumpsuit. And there's a lot of rock on there. Yeah. Um, I just Something added Tangerine Speedo, if anybody remembers that song from the. No, yeah. I don't remember that. Maybe maybe only the Dallas rock stations were playing it. I don't
1: <laughs> know. You got so a we'll lot, lot of love for Freak of the Week, though, I'll tell you that. A lot of people were into the Marvelous Three songs.
8: So I sat next to Butch Walker, who was the lead singer of that uh, band, uh, and he produced a lot of this kind of music. On, I sat next to him on a plane. We didn't know each other. Just we became random. friends. Huh. Oh, he came to my show cool. in Nashville. And uh, and that's and so when I started doing this, I texted him. I was like, "Would you tweet out my playlist?" <laughs> and so for like people who know, that was like a cool get.
1: That's pretty the, cool. Uh, yeah. The new specials on Netflix, by the way. Do you have more Netflix comedy specials than anyone else? I don't know. I feel I'm. Try- I was trying to think last night of who might have more than you at number four already. Hmm.
8: <laughs> Let's say no. Let's just say you. Let's just say I'm the queen.
1: <laughs> where's this it. uh where's this ship you shot the show on?
8: That is a retired aircraft carrier called the USS Hornet, and it is it's in Alameda, so which is right next to Oakland. Okay. Uh, or gotcha. a suburb of, I guess. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh so not a military audience.
8: Not uh I it's not it's not a there might have been some service members in the audience. I don't know. Nobody came dressed uh, in their gotcha. outfits. Not called an outfit. <laughs> I think they're called outfits. <laughs> uniforms, in their uniforms. Uh, <laughs> but we did donate a, a portion of the ticket sales to Team Rubicon. Which oh, is I love great. them.
1: That's a great organization. Yeah,
8: and so I was happy to do it. And, you know, we'd made a promise we would do that. We found a charity. Um... And, yeah, it was cool to get to do it on that ship with all those, like, uh, uh, retired World War II and, like, Korean War airplanes behind us.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't, I, I kind of don't know how to compliment you and not make it sound like I'm just sucking up because oh, you're no. a guest on the show. But I'm telling you, this is a masterful performance. I think I tweeted oh, that you. out last night. Oh, no. I mean, it, it really is, it's one continuous story. Yeah. It just weaves in and out that covers so much ground, it's just so relatable to everybody. And I was exhausted by the end of
2: it. <laughs> I, have ne- I mean, it was like watching acrobatics,
1: Eliza. You are so physical now with
2: your comedy. How exhausted can you be watching her be physical?
8: What I do you was... think it's like being married to me? <laughs> right? <I'm> so tired.
3: <laughs> uh, I, I
8: appreciate that. It's um, you know, it's I, I'm a physical performer and uh, It kind of just comes out. I will tell you, I was exhausted because, and this is like random info, but the shoes that you have to wear to make those pants work because they're very long pants are very high-heeled and they weren't mine. So they were not broken in. Oh, God. So I start by walking down a gangplank, which was at a very steep angle. And so, like, I'm smiling, but, and you're on this stage, um, and it was freezing. It was absolutely freezing. You can't
2: tell any of that.
8: You really can't tell. I can't tell you're in pain? Uh, That's part of being a woman. (laughs) Just smile through it. The audience is all wearing coats. I was so cold. My nose was running, but I didn't want to wipe my nose because I didn't want to mess up the makeup. But I didn't sweat a drop. Because it was so effing cold. Wow. Yeah.
1: Were you out of breath a couple of times? Were you like hoping for, so, hey, uh, please hold for applause?
8: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Sometimes, you know, or you you know, you know, do something squatting, which is weird that like in stand-up I'm using the word squatting. You get up <laughs> and you kind of, it's interesting. If you power through being out of breath, eventually you catch your breath. Like your body's got to catch up. I've only almost passed out once, and it was in Denver because of the altitude. On stage. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, like, caught myself on a stool, and I was like, oh! Like, you got, you could, like, whoa. dizzy? Like, yeah. you were just about to drop? Yeah, because, like, like wow. you see, like, the spots, and I've never passed out. I think we always like to say, like, oh, I drank so much, I passed out. Right. No, you went to sleep. <laughs> you went to sleep. Hard, but you went to sleep. But uh, Do you
1: mind if I play a clip from the special?
8: I don't mind. I would love it.
1: Eliza's uh, Elder Millennial is available now on Netflix. This will give you a little bit of an idea of what's going on.
8: The idea that in a nightlife setting that the man would ever see the woman before the woman saw the man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Women are astute, but moreover, women are the ones with the biological clocks. Women are the ones with the socially predetermined shelf life. Women are the ones who are cantilevered off the edge of high heels. We've got about five hours before we have to take them off and walk through a lobby flat foot, okay? Women are the ones whose skin and foundation is dehydrating with every alcoholic beverage imbibed. We are the ones on a time crunch, on a schedule, okay? You saw me first, bull <laughs> mother <laughs> I thought, <laughs> you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the beeps it's, are funnier than the curse words.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. That's your uh, I am the one who knocks moment. Yeah. yeah it's pretty strong. I am I I the loved. one. Uh, elder Millennial on Netflix.
8: Eliza, you it's are a married,
1: you're a married. It's a great special. Thank you're you. A, thank you. Yes, yes. You're a married lady now.
8: I did it. But you
1: had a lot of experience being single. <laughs> and uh, Kevin, explain what we
2: need Eliza's help with here. Well, we're doing a singles party. And so
1: we asked. So we
8: uh,
2: Okay. <laughs> it's in Las Vegas next weekend. Hey. So we have our listeners call in that are 21 or above. Yeah. And they describe themselves to us in 15 seconds
8: like their bodies?
2: If they want. I mean, (laughs) mean, you with whatever you got. Yeah. Um, And then we have to pick one person that wins, and they and three friends can go on the singles trip with us. So we want to have them call now, and then you can help us decide. I would love to. I'd love to judge people blindly. (laughs) Blindly
1: in a moment. That's what we're all about. So men only this time around. 21 and up. You and three friends come next weekend. Eliza's going to pick one of you. Just describe yourself in 15 seconds. 1-800-520-1067. We're taking your calls next on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
5: I wanna see some naked dance, Yeah, we do!
1: Alright, take it easy, Bean. That's right. It's the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool singles party, Las Vegas, next weekend at The Scene, which is the rooftop pool of Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. We're talking about round-trip transportation on the Kevin and Bean party bus, two-night stay. By the way, we are proud to announce our sponsor for this year's singles party is the Happy Time Murders <gasps> movie. Oh, that looks so good. Oh, cool. Eliza, have you seen the Happy Time Murders? You know what no, it's all about?
8: but it does look good. Oh,
2: you need to watch the Red Band trailer of it. Yeah,
8: Okay. <laughs> it's awesome. A special one? All right. Yes. All right.
2: Uh, comedian
1: Eliza Schlesinger is with us right now. Her latest Netflix special is called Elder Millennial. She is recently married, but she remembers what it's like meeting a dude and trying to size him up in just a few seconds, whether he's worth talking to or not. So that's what we're going to be doing here today. We've got gentlemen on the line, 21 and up at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. How many seconds on the clock, Kevin? 15. Can I have a piece
8: right. of paper so I can make notes?
1: Of course. Uh, yeah, we'll hook you up with that, sure. Yeah, because Eliza is going to pick someone at the end.
2: All right, who's going to be our first <laughs> That's something here? that she makes notes and we don't.
8: Uh, <laughs> I want to fir- be fair. She,
1: t- she takes our job more seriously than we do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
2: Uh, first is Remy from Granada Hills. Hi, Remy. Hey,
1: good morning, party
2: people. All right, now we have 15 seconds. When we start the clock, you have 15 seconds to tell us why you need to be at the party and no one else. And, and I want to also add, Remy, and this
1: is for everybody online, too. It is a given that you like to party, and <laughs> you we understand that you like fun. Okay, <laughs> so leave both of those out. That's just going to be assumed for
8: everybody. No, no, okay? no I want to hear how much you love fun. <laughs> That's all I want to know. <laughs>
2: all all right. right. All right. Re- <laughs> Remy, you're up first. And go. Go.
4: Okay, so the reason I should go is uh, I have what the ladies want. I'm 29 years old. I have a six-pack. I love to dance. I don't live with my mom. I want beer mud fired just as much as you guys, and I make six figures a year.
8: Wait, six figures? Where are you putting the decimal? (laughs) Uh, Right (laughs) in the middle.
2: That does make a difference.
8: And and when you say you don't live with your mom, who, who do you live with? I live all by myself,
4: so ready for the ladies. Points!
1: Wow. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> hey, uh, Eliza, when a guy says I have a six-pack, uh, that that, yeah. is that a red <laughs> flag for you, or is that, hey, now I'm really interested, that's good news?
8: Here's the thing, like, it's such, like... I only remember the term six pack from like middle school. My friend would be like, Oh my god, he has a six pack. Like, but he had to tell us he had to tell us what he was working with, because we wouldn't sure. know. But you do have a hot voice. So
1: Okay. All right. So that's good news right. for me. And a hot name, too, I want to say. All right. Who's up next? <laughs> yeah.
2: Carlos and El Segundo. Hi. Hey. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Are you ready to hey. describe yourself in 15 seconds? Oh, absolutely. I am sorry. And a big fan. Thank you. All right. <laughs> and go. All right, cue
5: music. So basically, I'm from Southern California. I speak Spanish, so I can lo espanol, halle-vous francais. And, of course, me and my friends, I'll be taking, we have a thing called the LOD scene, where we used to go to
1: Hollywood. Oh, too bad. Oh. We're never going to figure out what that is.
8: Wait, can I find out, though? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> it's called the what scene?
1: LOD scene. We used to go in Hollywood, and we used to go to parties, you name it. And we basically, we were the... The Lod team, we, we we you know our movie was a night at the Berry. <laughs> oh man, oh no, you sound you.
8: awful. Way That's to go, always. Carlos!
2: You yeah. too. <laughs> Carlos, you just sucked yourself. Wow, yeah, Losiento. <laughs> I'm going to put you on hold, but you can hang up if you'd like. Okay, <laughs> Losiento indeed. Yeah. Au <laughs> All right, who's next? Next is Jared in Huntington Beach. Hi, Jared.
4: Hey, this is Jared. I am also, I'm excited to be on the show. <laughs> okay, Jared.
1: Oh, I thought you were starting,
2: so I started right. the clock. Okay,
1: Jared, you are 21, Huntington Beach, in 15 seconds. Tell us what else we need to know about you, and go.
2: So I just got out of a relationship.
4: So I'm looking to party. Um, I'm I'm all ready for adventure, and I honestly just would be super psyched to go to Vegas with all my friends. So It'd
2: be awesome. <laughs>
8: But your friends aren't invited.
2: (laughs) No, it's... It's just a
8: singles party. No, but
2: if they win, they get to bring three friends. Oh. And we hope they bring the same sex so we can keep it even.
8: Jared, how do you spell Jared? How do you spell your name? J-A-R-E-D. J-A-R-E-D. Okay, that's not the weirdest spelling. (laughs) But you did use the word adventure as a grown man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And basically, too. All right, thank you, Jared.
8: So
1: far, Remy's feeling pretty good about
5: himself. I would think so.
2: we got time for a couple more. All right, let's go to... Is it Beto? Beto? Yeah, that's it. That's me and Beto. 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 Okay. From Silmar. All right, Beto, are you ready? Yeah. All right, and go. Uh, tall, uh, have a great sense of humor, animal lover, high energy, romantic. Yeah, I have a unique,
6: quirky personality, and uh, I really can't handle my liquor. <laughs>
8: <laughs> All right. You got time. Were you in the military?
0: I was not because you get
8: very uh, adroit and specific answers, and you kept it very short and didn't yeah. give us any information we didn't need to know. <laughs> Which is always I had great.
1: Uh, uh, and you didn't even you use didn't. it. did right, twelve. Beto, hang on, please. Eliza, does this segment make you glad you're married, or feel like you're missing out on
2: a lot of great dudes? We'll see what Remy looks like. Okay, all right. <laughs> we'll see Who's that body. Next? Uh, next is Nick in Walnut. Hi, Nick.
0: Morning party people, how y'all doing? We Woo! are good. All
1: right, twenty-seven. Eliza is listening to you. Describe yourself in fifteen seconds. At the end, somebody wins tickets to the Kevin Bean Singles Party next weekend in Las Vegas. You ready to go? Oh, you know it. I'm
4: all for it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. I guess I'll start with my hike. Apparently, that's a thing. Six three, and quite the audacious one. Just living my best life. I'm looking for that partner in crime to travel and conquer the world with. I'm either at a concert or planning my next one. Re- uh, road trips, random adventures. To be honest, anything outdoors. Can't forget
1: okay. go King. Nick right. got crammed a lot into his fifteen seconds. He sounded awfully well prepared.
8: You well, know what? I I like that he mentioned looking for a partner because girls go to these things. You know, very few girls like I just want to sleep with someone and feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the conquer thing makes me feel like you have a lot of like goals posters and like follow a lot of like inspirational accounts. Yep. Yes. Can, I, can I ask Nick a
7: question? Um, what does audacious mean to you?
2: Hold one second. Let's go back to Nick. Okay. <laughs>
4: Audacious uh, uh basically means uh no fears, you know, willing to try anything and take risks in life
0: and not be held back.
8: Okay, I do like all that. Right. Mm. Okay. You know what clenched it for me with him mm. when he said, "Let's start with the height," because apparently I think that's, said, a, that's thing. a thing. That's a <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. That means that you're tapped into like a little bit of how shallow and superficial our culture is. And he's like, "But okay. if you're gonna ask, I wasn't gonna Six, say three. it. 6'3". Right. huge Very D."
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we got some competition. Ooh. We only have time for one more caller, though. Who's gonna be our final?
2: Uh, it's gonna be Ivan and West Covina. Hi, Ivan. Hey there guys, long time listener, first time caller
8: Thanks
2: sir, woo, what's
8: happening? I am right,
2: so flying I'm a plane? Gonna... It's just my Harley what? Okay, f- uh, f- 15 seconds I'm a 6 foot 2 Mexican
6: 200 pound Mexican, I'm an expiring Actor, uh, writer co- Struggling college student, gamer uh, Just trying to make life and make it chill You know, trying to have a good time
2: Now it's a
8: ticking time bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Listen
2: to to all that time. Ten seconds only used.
8: What's happening with you? What's the noise?
2: Oh, sorry, guys. I am currently on my way to school.
8: Aww. How old are you? (laughs) I'm 26. What kind of school?
4: I'm uh, currently going to community college trying to transfer out. That's right. great. That's good.
8: That's really That's good. inspirational.
1: Okay. All right. You got to put him on hold, though. He's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> he's absolutely killing it.
8: All right. Okay, he's, he's driving a. a he's I'm flying a World surfing. War II plane. Yeah. It sounds there, like did it. Did anybody giggle at, like, I'm a 200 pound Mexican? Like, that was such a weird. I liked it. I liked it, but it's... Because he's like, that's who I am. It sounds like a giant food item on a menu. <laughs> and we got if you finish it in 15 minutes, you it's get free. it for free. It's a 200-pound Mexican. <laughs> All right. So we had uh, Remy and Carlos
1: and Jared and Beto and Nick and Ivan. That's a, a, a tough one. I know you had a couple you liked there, Liza. What do you think? Who's going to the singles party with us next weekend?
8: Oh, man. I really like that the 200-pound Mexican. Is, right. I like that he's going to school. And mm-hmm. I, li- I like that. And he sounded very sweet. It was loud. Though.
2: I always. It was, I I also like that he said he was going to community college, like there was nothing wrong with it, and that he's going I to just transfer. Want to that was great. You guys,
8: Nick's that was looking for a partner, that though. Was great. Let's remember that. And Remy's he's got, got like the six that. pack. Look, so. we're trying to decide,
2: man. You're
8: not helping. I'm just throw, throwing it out there. All right. I have to say, also, of all of them, Nick. He get, he spoke for his full time, and he was specific. He used the word audacious, which. Points for your vocabulary, because if there's one thing I look forward to pool party, it's a guy that came well equipped with some SAT <laughs> with some words. Great words. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, So where sucks. are we going?
8: I go- I vote Nick.
0: Nick. All, All right. right. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going. You win. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'll be there. We're gonna get Liddy. So let's oh, do it. No! Oh hey, no! would you Ryan, don't Do that. Do
3: that.
8: Eliza. Wow. Oh. Eliza, you just ruined our party. Wow, Thanks for man. nothing. Wouldn't it, would it be the first one. He ruined <laughs>
1: it. Oh, yeah. Elder Millennial is the special. It's fantastic, you guys. <laughs> Eliza's best, I think. Please watch it now on Netflix. We love you. Thank you so much for stopping by
5: today. Thanks,
8: you guys. You bet.
5: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: My uh, Necco's uh, poll up on the Kevin Bean Twitter account is yes. not looking great for my people. Huh. What a surprise. Mm-hmm. Neko wafers, which are one of the most delicious candies ever made, a recipe that has not changed since before the Civil War.
2: Uh, the That's because they only made them before the Civil War. <laughs> the company that bought the factory that makes Neckos may have bought the factory just to shut it down. Love it. Mm-hmm. It just occurred to me that maybe right? they hated Neckos like you hated Neckos. Neckos sucks so much, and they're I have the so money good. now to buy it and close it down. Oh, <laughs> love deli- that guy. They're, they're delicious little drops They're of not of delicious sugar. at all, oh, Bean.
1: come the on.
0: And they anyway, don't taste like sugar. They taste like chalk.
1: The, uh, the Kevin DeBean poll up on our Twitter account, at Kevin Bean, right now is at 27%. People will miss Neckos. And that means 73% mm. say they are glad to see that cardboard tasting candy go. So, you people are wrong, but you can still vote up until the end of the show today, and we'll see. And I, when I go out to, uh, later today, I plan on uh, doing some shopping, looking for some Manecos if I can still find them on the shelves. Do you want me to pick some up for y'all, or are you good to get your own? I mean, I can just eat dirt. It's going to be the same. All right. Kevin Show here on K Rock. Um, Allie, you brought our attention to an interesting study yesterday Hmm. about men and their hair. Yeah. What's going on? Apparently,
7: bald men are more confident, attractive, and dominant than guys with hair.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. They showed a
7: bunch of pictures to women, and that's what they were saying.
1: The uh, University of Pennsylvania asked three groups of participants to rate certain photos of men according to character traits such as attractiveness, confidence, and dominance. Bald men won in a clean sweep.
2: How about that? It doesn't matter who it is?
7: No, not in this. It doesn't matter who it is? No, obviously they're not showing Jason Statham in The Rock
2: the picture mm-hmm. in the then, article is The Rock. Of course so. it is. Okay, They're so. not going to show Doug. <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> Why Doug? I don't know. <laughs> so now this is kind of interesting because, and look, I have a, a luxurious head of hair, as you guys know. I have a <laughs> tremendous mane. Um, mm-hmm. But there are probably a lot of Bald guys out there, or maybe more correctly, people who assume that bald guys are lacking something by not having hair, that somehow that's a strike against them because they're bald. But it sounds like this survey is suggesting that especially if you're trying to attract women, being bald may be a.
7: Let me interject because it says these rules only apply if you're completely bald. The study found that guys with male pattern baldness or spotty patches of hair on their head were actually seen as weaker than those completely bald. And here's the thing. Dudes that have no hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like guys that are trying to cover up a little part of their hair, they're trying to overcompensate for some that's missing. You can totally tell. There's, you can totally tell. And there's, theres a, I don't want to say a sadness about it. There's but a it's sadness like, about it. There's a sadness <laughs> there about it. So shave it, dudes. If you are going bald and you're trying desperately to act like you're not... There's obviously a lack of self-confidence there.
2: Now, B, what do I do? Muggs just walked in and took his position in front of a microphone. Do I turn I, it on? I Yes, you do, because I okay. asked Muggs to come in. All right. I didn't know but, that. Okay. Yeah, but,
1: Kevin. But, but Allie, before we get to Mugs, <laughs> um, when you make that decision to shave off whatever hair you have left, aren't you then putting yourself in a now I have to shave my head every couple of days for the rest of my life? Is it possible that some guys don't do that just because it becomes a pain in the ass thing that now they have to keep up?
7: Oh, no. How to be- shave their head. Women shave their legs every goddamn day. Bean.
1: <laughs> Mugs, um, you're a, uh, a young, attractive, handsome, handsome man, but you're you're losing hair at an alarming rate for your age. Yeah,
6: it's thinning out pretty good up up top. And it I, is.
7: I'm Thanks cur- for saying up top.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not both. down below. It's both. It's like plentiful fine down below. below. Not <laughs> yeah, <plentiful. laughs> it's all going there. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Dave. Dave knows. Leaving uh, his head. Um, what? No, uh, never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm currently fighting with the the, the thinning battle, and I've used uh, topicals, I've used uh, medications, which have terrible side effects. My best man at my wedding uh, just... Fully committed and just recently just shaved all his. Does hair he off.
7: seem happier he and more seems confident? Happier,
6: more confident. Would, he actually
1: he he looks good.
2: Would See? he give a better speech now than he did yeah. at <laughs> his wedding? Okay. Well,
1: yeah, because he's a recovering alcoholic. Now. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, have you have you given any thought
2: to the premise of this, which
1: is it's better to be bald than to have thinning hair? Is that something you've considered
6: to shave I, it? I've considered it. However, I myself don't think I would look that great bald.
2: I, I just don't. I've done it, and I look horrible. Yeah, but, but hold I'm on, horrible. Kevin. I,
1: I've heard you say that before. And horrible. Let's face it. Neither of us looked very good doing <laughs> right. it. But I think it's because it's a shock to see it for the first time. Right. And I think, honestly, a week in people would not even remember what you look like with hair because the same thing happens when people grow a beard or a mm-hmm. mustache. It looks so weird at first,
7: yeah, and then you just get used to it. And you start to own it. And with that ownership of finally shaving your head, that confidence comes forth.
1: Because now you, you don't ever have to think about, oh, my God, my hair is thinning. What are people thinking as they look at me? That's gone. That's out. Like All, all
7: you need to think about is sunscreen. That's it.
1: You should shave your head today right now. Uh, no. <laughs> right no. now. No. What's stopping you? What's stopping you, Bugs?
6: Um, I just, I, I'm not confident. Enough. I don't feel like I'd be confident enough to, to
2: rock it that well. I, I, and I, I'm scared. Do you feel like you're confident in rocking what you have? Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I was I'm, not expecting and, that and answer. And <laughs> I'm almost
6: to the point where, uh, I'll, i you remember, uh, Bill Murray in the first Ghostbusters, he had that little like patch. There's like the thinning cul de sacs in the. I'm, sure, almost sure. To I'm almost to that point. So if it goes to that point and past that, shave it. Yeah. Shave it.
3: Shave it. I think it, I might. Shave it. But I'm trying. I'm, try-
6: I'm trying. To- not today. I'm trying every kind of topical that they have out on the market. But you've right been now. trying that. Well, I. Shave it. Uh, today. No.
1: Today. Mugs, do no. you honestly think. There is something out there that is going to suddenly start you sprouting new hair. Hey, you've started. You've tried well, everything.
6: No, there there are uh, products not that like grow your hair, but they stop this thinning process. They uh, they stop the, pretty much the follicles from dying out, and it keeps your. Your hair, where the hair it is. that you do have, it yes. keeps it there. So, I think if I use them more regularly, shave it, <laughs> shave it, shave it, shave it. I don't okay. know, guys. I don't
2: know. We I... could have it done in like five minutes. <laughs> you have what, clippers. What about what Allie no, is we'll pull saying? It out. <laughs> what about what Allie is saying about
1: how women find bald men charismatic and attractive and confident? There's so
2: many positives that go along with it. Good for them, but. I I just don't, again, I think it depends on the person.
7: Oh, it definitely depends on the person. But, I mean, this study that they did, the bald men won across the board a clean sweep. They were seen as more confident, attractive, and dominant than guys with hair. Across the board. And here's the best part of this. Men with shaved heads fare better economically in negotiations. So if you're up against a bald dude for a job, Head on home, Muggs. Really? Head on
1: home. (laughs) Wow. Yes. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's involve some of our listeners in this discussion, shall we? Now, do we want to hear from from guys who have done both, guys who have been hair? Sure. I think so. Yeah. Hair, guys with hair and now are bald and tell us uh, the differences. And let's also hear from the ladies and find out if they agree with this uh, this study that the bald men they find more attractive. So I think we're looking for both of those. We want to hear your opinion Shave on it. bald. Shave <laughs> it! Shave it! <laughs> Shave it! At the end of it, I think we Facebook Live mug shaving off his hair. Yes, I think that's, that's what's yeah. happening yeah. here. 1 800 520 1067. We want to hear your opinion on this topic when we return right after this on K Rock.
6: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Uh,
1: baldness. Ladies find baldness more attractive in many categories than men with hair. So we're getting your experience and your opinion on that. Carson. Uh, Carson's Ryan, line four, is on the phone here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Ryan, what do you have to offer us, sir? Hey, what's up? Did you Good tell morning, us. Good morning,
2: guys. Good morning.
1: So um, I used to weigh about 285 pounds, um, talked myself into shaving my head, went ahead and did it. Everyone in my life, including my wife and sister, said I looked great until I went and got my passport photo and was like, what the hell did I just do? Um, Went ahead and let it grow back. Recently, I've lost about 100 pounds, and my kid says the Batman logo is on the top of my head, and I'm really not feeling it anymore, so I'm really considering shaving this stuff off again.
2: I mean, you said everyone in your life loved it. Yeah, and the what? only
7: reason you did yeah, yeah. was a passport photo. No one likes
2: their passport photo.
7: <laughs> it's impossible. No, 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 no.
0: Allie,
2: you've actually seen me. I was your bartender at
0: Weenie Rose downstairs. I don't remember any of that, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if... Hey, don't try to drag yeah, just... Allie into your drama Listen, here. <laughs>
7: Ryan, then you're the reason. Right? I talked about your pores on the air. Why it was so weighty. Ryan, you
2: pour strong.
1: Well done. <laughs>
7: really strong.
1: All right. Thank you for the call, Ryan. So it shave sounds like Ryan. he's, shave he's it. all over the place, but I think the conclusion is you got to shave it. All right, let's get Beer Mug back in here because we got a lot of guys who are right or used to be where Beer Mug is right now, and they Made their decision and they love it. Let's try. Just say
7: something real quick. Matthew Matthew Teague tweeted and he said, "My wife calls me Sex Luther since I shaved." (laughs) Nice, Matthew. (laughs) Sex Luther.
1: Why don't we start with? uh, Let's start with Lily. She's in Boyle Heights. Let's get a woman's point of view on this. She's on line two. Lily, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What's going on with you?
0: Good morning. Good morning. I am married to a bald guy. Yes. Okay. And hello. Can we not forget about The Rock? Right. Vin Diesel. Hello. Right. Right. But here's the
2: thing. Most of us don't look like The Rock or Vin Diesel.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: Neither does your husband, by the way.
0: No, neither is my husband, but... But you love it. I do. I love it. I love rubbing him and him being bald. Yeah. Um... And, oh yeah! Go on. Does <laughs> right, the carpet match there. the grapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my
1: God. laughs> hey, Lily needs a moment. <laughs> Lily, I, I have to ask: Did he have hair when you guys first okay, okay. Uh, got together? When 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 you guys started dating, did he have hair back then? No,
0: he um, he's always been He was been playing bald. football. He okay, was playing football, so he had to be bald. So we made a bed one time. Wait, 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 what wait, team, what team was he on that they made him be bald? <laughs> what, what do you mean
2: he had to be bald? Was he in an alopecia league? <laughs>
0: All
2: right, thank yeah. you You're for the, the call, we appreciate... team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Alec. If He's in alopecia league.
1: I have to see it. <laughs> Alec is on line one. <laughs> he uh, he got to where uh, at the point that Muggs is at now. Let's find out what he did.
2: All right, Alec. Hi.
1: Hey, how's it going, man? Good, thank hey,
6: you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was very much. Dude, I was like
2: I was 18, and I had hair that was like 18 inches long, super thick. I mean, people were always trying to touch it. By 19, my hairline looked like, like it was running away from my face like it was Michael Myers. That thing was fun and sacked. What happened uh, in that a short amount of time? <laughs> in, I think from what I'm hearing, it's just my genes. A lot of my uh, a lot of my people on my mom's side, have all lost their
1: hair. But Could I, have I mean, been in that semester abroad at Chernobyl.
3: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. What's... I it's a valid question. <laughs> I mean, I shaved my head after about three years of trying to shave it. And, uh, I mean, it worked out, dude. I mean, I was in Vegas shortly after I shaved my head. And the cashier that was ringing me up, she's like, oh, where's all your hair? I was like, oh, I had to shave it off. It was just kind of running away. She's like, well, it was a good move. Oh, Alec, nice. there
0: you go. Yeah. Oh, like, Hello. Give me okay. some more chips. Uh, Alec, I have a question. Go,
6: Alec, uh, do you have a big nose like I do?
7: Have you I seen my smile?
6: Yeah, he does actually. Thing, okay, think of Triple H. Okay, probably almost here. Okay, okay, I All got right. it. All,
1: All right. right, thank you, Alec. Appreciate that. Let's try George West, L.A. Up next, line three on the Kevin Beach show. Hey, George. Hey guys, how you doing today? Good, thank you. Where are you on this uh, so, this bald yeah. controversy? Uh,
2: no, I'm go for it, man. I, I mean, I understand mugs. It's it's, uh, it's tough at first. But it's like, you know, like when you go into a pool, you know, the water feels cold, but if you jump in, it all gets better. You know what I mean? Just tear the so, band-aid right off. Yeah, yeah. We but can do it that way if you way, want.
4: Way, the, way, <laughs> the way that I approached it, the way that I approached it was I gradually
2: started like just the – the my haircuts would just get closer, you know, as far as the mm-hmm. like right, – Shorter and shorter, shorter. Want.
6: Yeah, shorter and shorter. And that, it kind
4: of takes away the, the shock value of people – one day you have hair and one day oh, that's you don't.
2: Smart.
1: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. That's really smart. You, you ease your friends and family into you deciding to be
2: bald. I George, like it.
7: Are you now? Exactly. Are you now more confident? Well,
2: I, nope. I, All right. right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I want to say I didn't want to come off as, as uh, you know. Are you more to confident? To say, yes. I, I always felt I always felt
4: that I was pretty confident. So I guess that's part of what helped me. At least accept it. That mm-hmm. okay. Know, it, is right. what it, it is what
1: it is. Yeah. That's true. Well, I can't, can't argue with that. It That's literally is what it is. Right. All right. Thank you very much. Um, let's do one more. Let's make it Megan Redondo Beach. Give a uh,
2: give a lady the last word, shall we? All right, Megan. Hi. Hello, hello, Good
0: Megan.
1: Morning.
2: Oh, there you are. Hey, what's going on? What do you think?
0: So, I have to admit, I've been on Bumble way longer than I'd like. Okay. And you see, guys, that rock the bald for sure
2: mm-hmm. and
0: the ones that you know that are always trying to cover it up or their pictures they're trying to not you know they're trying to hide it or wearing a baseball hat
2: dodgers baseball hat or something like that mugs is <laughs> <Who's> wearing that
0: <laughs> go ahead you gotta rock it you gotta own it and and i mean mugs was already saying he wasn't confident enough to shave it That i mean get some balls do it dude
3: Get, Get
0: some, some
6: balls. balls. Uh, Get shave some balls.
1: it. Shave, shave
5: it. Shave it. Get some it. balls. That's too much. Too much going on. It's Kevin and
1: Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Uh Q Q. Two things, real quick, guys. Uh, one is we have decided to chloroform beer mug and hold him down and shave his head involuntarily. That's thing one.
2: Uh, and thing two is. We got a memo the other day from corporate. I'd like to just say that um, since HR's on the phone, that we're not going to hold Mugs down and shame him. Uh, no, that was clearly a joke. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> I,
1: I forgot we had Maybe HR on the, the wrong phone. Wrong time
2: to make that <laughs> statement. Right?
1: Yeah. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> right, okay. We would never do that. I was right, just, good. I was just making a ha ha. Okay. <laughs> uh, who wants to read the memo? Because me, I me, know
2: me, that. Me. Okay, please do. Because I know that I don't want to have anything to do with this. Subject line: Restroom use, common courtesy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Sending out a reminder to please, to please always practice common courtesy when using the bathroom facilities here at work. Please always flush. Oh. I mean, it gets better. And make sure all evidence of your previous actions is properly disposed of. Nobody likes to walk into a stall and see what you just did. Or how much toilet paper is left to be flushed. Thanks. Now, my point is, this happens once, there's no memo. Mm-hmm. This happens five times, she's getting annoyed. Mm-hmm. This happens 20 times, she has to actually send out a memo yeah. about pooping. Hoopy dee scoop. Right? Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. Now, what kind of animals right? work at this
1: radio station that don't know something you learned when you were three... Which is
2: flush a toilet once you're done. I mean, it does seem like it's common sense. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine not doing that. But I think we also grew up with the,
7: if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, (laughs) flush it down. Sure. We're in a drought. Maybe that's the situation. Okay, but I don't think, well,
1: we can can talk to Karina because she's on the phone. But I don't think, it doesn't sound to me like her complaint was was mellow yellow. I don't think that's what's going on. No, no.
0: Hey, Karina. Good morning.
2: You wrote the funniest memo.
0: Oh, I have the hardest time putting it together and being very courteous. (laughs) I'm sure you did. Now, Now,
1: let's first answer Kevin's theory that this has happened dozens of times before you got to the point where you had to put it in our email.
0: Well, I've gotten many complaints.
2: Okay,
1: many complaints.
0: People, and then funny thing is, right after I sent this email, I walked in to find a surprise of my own. I don't know if it was already there or someone did it touch. That's spite a
2: me. nice surprise. Oh, if oh no! Despite
0: you, spite you. Oh. so there's like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. If it's red, what the hell? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Karina,
1: what's happening? I hadn't heard that one. Oh. Yeah,
0: no! <laughs> that that was my feeling that day. I was living. Wow. <laughs> so
1: so Karina, I mean, I'm going to ask you to play armchair psychiatrist here. What do you? think is going on you don't think there's some exhibitionist here who's doing it on pers- purpose this is just somebody being lazy and not paying attention right but
0: how lazy do you have to be to not flush a toilet yeah exactly the other day an employee came to me and she said i went into the large restroom here has about four or five stalls she went into four stalls every single one of them was disgusting and not flushed oh my wow had- yeah
1: all right, is it possible that there is something wrong with the plumbing, and you flush it, and it's just not working effectively somehow? You know, we do Like, have like not enough water pressure.
0: Yeah, so, like, there is, uh, they're kind of like those lighter toilets that, trying to save water or whatever, but there's, you you check, and you see, oh, all my toilet, or my uh, toilet paper was disposed of or whatever. Right, you don't right, any you, of you that check lingering. it. So, you can yeah. do a double flush. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, yeah, courtesy we're flush. Of the water here, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. these people are just leaving it, like, disgusting. And Dude, their it's... toilet seat covers are on the toilet, just everything. I
7: feel like we need to send Kevin over there is...
0: Wait, do is do interview. some is... of his interviews. Is this just the ladies' room? <laughs> oh, well... This was just the ladies' room that I had heard. And then right after I sent this email, I got a phone call, and someone was telling me, You haven't even seen the men's room. Oh, the men's oh. way worse. Oh, they're building mountains. Right. What if you yeah. don't? Oh, God. By, right, by the way, that's a good reason to not flush. If you're building the mountain. You want people to see it?
2: Right, you need to add to it. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Oh, Ke- Kevin, uh, pu- ah.
2: Kevin. Uh, I'm sorry, puts his, <laughs> puts his name in it. Right? Ah. I sign it. Um, all right, here's
1: here's the question I've been dying to ask, Karina, and I'm so glad you're on the phone, and that is, do you have any clues as to who the culprits might be? Yeah, is give us their names. Any, is there any Ooh. suspicion out there as to who is a regular abuser of this policy? That can't be bad for you to give us
2: their first and last name. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> I don't have names. Oh. I, I have People that I've been told, well, this person doesn't wash their hands, and that's gross. So that's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, but yeah, I know. When really... did you become the bathroom police? <laughs> hey, what I a just... horrible hey, job. I'm sorry, I why
7: are people talking? Is. It's not a restaurant. Why are people telling you on coworkers that aren't washing their hands? <laughs> that is that's weird. weird. Hey,
2: Jim didn't wash
0: his hands. Oh, you know, Debbie in accounting? <laughs> ew, germy hands. What the <laughs> hell? It's that then you go and you're like, opening the same door as that person right so just always use a napkin to open the door i mean that's probably a good
1: idea all right so karina's a germaphobe we know that now (laughs) um so you so you don't have any suspicions as to who the culprits are here
0: no but But i did get told by someone that they were forwarded the email and said this is you is that
1: right oh
2: good all right that's a nice start that's a nice i was going to suggest cameras
0: I was about to put someone, I'm going to hire someone to just stand outside the restrooms
2: and go in immediately and then
7: run like, after the <laughs> oh, yes. person. Or you have to sign exactly. in when You're, you use the restroom. Then he checks after you leave and he's like, oh, number 34 right here. Boom. Joe. They
2: bring them to you, the poolies.
0: Yes. Right? I like it. I'm going to put that on my signature. Do, do, not
1: encourage, <laughs> do not encourage Kevin with the poolies. <laughs>
3: Do not <laughs> I want to be a deputy. I don't have anything a to do with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you have
2: the
0: worst job in the world, Karina. <laughs> yeah.
2: Keep us posted. Oh man,
0: yeah, I will. All right, all right, thank you. Oh. Bye
2: bye. Wow, <laughs> that happened. That's real. I'm going to post that memo. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. You rock. Kind of animals are working here? Seriously,
1: animals. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't uh, get it. I. I don't get it. Hey, um, you know, right? I don't even know what. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I just. I need you on my side on this one. True. Yes. Okay. True. Thank
2: you, Allie. No problem. At least somebody's got my back here. I don't even know what's being said. Time for what's happening? What's happening?
7: Well, when we were in San Diego last week for Comic Con. Kevin and I were reminiscing how we were both crying in our hotel rooms, both for separate reasons. Mine just, I was alone in a hotel room where <laughs> I do a lot of my best crying. But Kevin had just watched the ESPYs and the Jimmy V Award for Perseverance went to Jim Kelly from the Buffalo Bills. And you were talking about how itch, it moved
2: you. It was unbelievably moving, yes. he yeah, very he's been through moving. a lot. He's been through a lot. He's had cancer now for the third time. Lost his son. Son died. I mean, it was just, and he still has a huge smile on his face. And he comes up and he can barely talk because he had cancer of the jaw. And And he played for the Bills, right? (laughs) And he's telling everybody there that they need to be an inspiration. You guys need to be an inspiration. He has a reason to curl up and die more than anyone on the planet.
7: Yeah, he has an amazing, incredible outlook. Well, I have. It was the only
2: part of that show that was watchable. Amen. I've
7: got some great news for you. Yes. Scans performed yesterday by doctors in New York show no evidence of oral cancer. That's awesome. In Jim Kelly. That
3: yeah. is awesome. Those
7: scans came back almost four months after he went through a 12-hour surgery to remove cancer and reconstruct his upper jaw. So mm. he is cancer-free. That's so that good. That is wonderful news. He, God, he just seems, besides, the, you know, the bills, he seems like such... <laughs> a good guy and isn't he like one of the ones that really the no huddle offense isn't that him
2: i mean i think so he took him to the super bowl four years well that's so sad and then lost for you they brought know. that up on the espy's oh show. geez as part of his sad package
7: but to me no i'll just say it
2: no huddle is yes
7: keep it moving let's do this and i feel like he was one of the ones that really started that
2: because i don't think they had plays <laughs> In cleveland saying? i think he just let's just go Someone run around, I'll find you.
7: You just made him from Cleveland just. Oh, right? oh really? That's wow. That is uh that's You're really, really sad, pile sad them on thing. a
2: dude with a cancer, <laughs> man. No cancer no now No cancer, being-
7: cancer-free. That's awesome. And if you guys missed it earlier, more great news. I mean, this is this might be better than Jim Kelly being cancer-free. $1 Dodger Dog Night returns. Yeah. Okay, it's not It's not better, but it is It's pretty strong. It is great for Dodger fans. And my God, Dodger dogs. I'll come out and say it. I was raised here in L.A. Mm -hmm. by parents from Boston. Right. So every summer we'd go back to Massachusetts and Maine and we'd go to Fenway Park. And I was always like, Fenway Franks, they're really good. (sighs) Dodger dogs blow them out of the water, you guys. I'll come right out and say it. Dodger dogs rule.
1: Do you want extra sausage?
7: I don't, you weirdo. Here's the thing. The Dodgers Brewers game next Wednesday, August 1st, is when Dodger dogs will only cost a buck.
1: I'm afraid I'm starting to get the meat sweats.
7: It will easily make this the most appetizing game of the year. It says it right here on this yeah. on this release. Mm-hmm. However, limit five per person per transaction. So just get them. Like I said, get back in line, put them in your knapsack, and you are all set to go. I need meat. All right, Kevin. I said it's Wednesday, August okay, 1st. Wednesday, August
2: Dodgers I Brewers. I need meat.
7: Dodgers Brewers game. It's okay. $1 Dodger Dogs.
1: There was a lot of meat to that for me.
7: Uh-huh. All right. It's real good. Real good stuff, you guys. (sighs) Remember when pop stars used to go to malls and sing? Like Tiffany,
2: Debbie Gibson. Seems like that was just them, though, doesn't it? it?
7: It does. What if I told you Katy Perry surprised fans at Perth Mall? Westfield Carousel in Perth, Australia. She wasn't performing there, thank God. Because oh, okay. I would say, oh, Katie, what has happened? Right. But before her concert at Perth Arena, she showed up and did a QA with a popular Australian radio host, Scott Tweedy. Do you know him, Bean? I don't, no. Oh, look into it. Oh, he's, he will. He's in Perth. And they did an in depth on stage QA.
2: At any point did he. Baby, you're a oh, hey, Katie Perry. Come on, show them you go, girl. Make them go you ever do that
7: bean i loved your podcast <laughs> it was so bring good it back.
1: so bad i know i got no, it, it was back. so
7: good and it was such a great look into your life that i find extremely interesting you know so much about so many
2: things
1: that no one cares about
2: i don't agree
1: uh, no, you're no. very sweet you're very
2: sweet thank you uh, kevin so, does that mean. that means Sometimes, sometimes it's stuff no one cares about. Right.
1: Did Katie uh, reveal anything? Was there anything more to the story than just she did an interview?
7: No, that was it. I just want to talk about malls. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Some birthdays for you. Mick Jagger, Helen Mirren, Sandra Bullock, Kate Beckinsale, Jason Statham, Chris Harrison, Jeremy Piven, and just found out because Chip checked her Facebook, Jim Lindbergh from Pennywise. He was the Uh-oh. clown. Yeah, The clown. Remember?
2: No, no. He's the lead singer of Pennywise. The band. Oh. The band, Pennywise. We love him so much. Yes, we do. Chip wants you to play it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know how that goes.
7: I should have <laughs> sourced it because it may not be his birthday. She just wanted to play that goddamn duck song. Is
8: it his birthday? <laughs> it is.
2: <sighs> you can't trust Chip. I can't. You can't.
6: That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
1: K-Rock. I just got a text on my phone from Dr. Drew's wife. How weird is that? What a weird coincidence that is. I mean. Setting up a date?
7: Talk about the text, though. Well,
1: I mean, I mean, he, you know, she knows Drew's out of town. So right. Draw your own conclusions. Hey, sure. Dr. Drew, how are you, man? That is weird, huh? Is that- <laughs> it is very weird, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Drew, I uh, didn't see any of your uh, multiple media appearances yesterday, but my God, you were on uh, Good Morning America. You were on with uh, Anderson Cooper on and his Facebook Live. You did the Stern After Show yesterday. You were everywhere yesterday. Did, does everybody come to you when a celebrity has a, a drug problem? It, it,
4: it, without exception, and, and I sort of hate being that guy. Then people go, oh, you're just whenever somebody's sick, you like, I don't go out there and say, hey, everybody, I'm here. Let's go do this. They literally start pounding, like, please, please, please do this. You know, people I've known for a long time, do me a favor. Come on out. You're in New York. Let's do it. Right. And you start doing it, and then it's, what about me, what about me, what about me? And it's like, okay, all right. You, you, and, you it, just
1: went it, You went everywhere yesterday talking about the Demi Lovato story, and I was just curious, what is the overwhelming thing that people want from you when they contact you in a story like this episode? Are they trying to understand how somebody who's sober for so long can relapse? Is that the main question?
4: That, that is it. Being they, they don't seem to understand the disease of addiction. And it's, there's, there's a big like, huh? How is this possible? And, and what's going to happen here? And how does somebody deal with something like this? And to me, it's just so routine in anybody with addiction. And and poor Demi, you know, she not only has addiction, she has a history of bipolar disorder and cutting and also eating disorder. And that really confounds her syndrome and makes it very likely that there will be periods where she will need rehospitalization or little tune-ups. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I mean, she's been such a source of inspiration for other people struggling with mental illness. She has destigmatized mental illness beautifully and now somebody like her then feels amazing amounts of shame and guilt when they slip, which she should not. She will, again, yeah. be an inspiration to everybody. And, by the way, part of that inspiration will be, hey, guess what, guys? If your chronic illnesses that are marked by periods of relapse and need for retreatment. That's just how it works.
1: Mm-hmm. And she even said in that song, Sober, that's such a powerful song that I urge people to listen to. She's like, look, I know y'all want me to be role models, but I'm a human being, too. And she is not above the struggles that her followers have as well.
4: Not only that, and people, you know, keep asking me. One of the other things they ask in the, uh, you know, the myriad of uh, journalistic questions are always,
1: was that a cry for
4: help for song, Sober? Uh, I think you guys have heard me say before, addicts don't really cry for help. They right. get, do things until they can't do it anymore. Uh, And it looks like a cry for help sometimes. But in this case, this song, to me, was just an apology. All all I heard her saying was, hey, man, sobriety is hard. I'm tired. I don't want to do it right now. I know it hurts you all, but I'm sorry. But I can't do it. And that's cool. That's fine.
7: Hey, Drew, we were just talking about um, Jim Kelly. He has just been declared cancer-free for the third time, which is amazing. But it brings me to relapsing. Somebody yeah. that relapses, you, people are getting mad and upset. They're not looking yeah. at it like a cancer. This is a disease. Yeah. It's, it's not disease. looked at in the same way.
4: It is chronic like cancer, and in fact, it has a worse prognosis. Opioid addiction has a far worse prognosis than the majority of cancers. So, you know, that's what Robin Roberts and I were talking about on Good Morning America yesterday. She goes, look, I have breast cancer, it relapses, Nobody somebody blames me for that. Right. And nobody says that the original treatment was flawed because there was a relapse. It's like being diabetic and your blood sugar is going out of control. And then think, see, insulin doesn't work. It's really the same exact logic. Mm-hmm. And so you have to understand the treatments do work. And in spite of them, things happen. Things need re- readjustment. They need refocusing. People pull away from their treatment. And that's a mistake. And it's just like any other illness just happens to influence the brain.
2: I have a question, Doctor. You've been talking about that exact same thing since you were one year old. Thank you. And people still... Seem to have no idea. What I, Does well, it ever I, get depressing for you? It's like I've been saying the same thing.
4: Well, it, I tell you, I, the really depressing thing is I've been fighting the pain management problem around opiate addiction for 25 years, and now people are going, oh, pain okay, isn't the fit vital sign? Oh, maybe that was stupid. Oh, okay. But uh, Kevin, to sh- sh- your point, At least I have one person that heard me, you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. And my final question, Dr. Drew, and maybe this is not a uh, fair question because it causes for speculation. The original report from TMZ was that this was a heroin overdose. Her people have come out and basically said that not all the details of that initial report were true. But
4: this is the first. Fake news, news, right? This
1: came out, I said fake
4: news. Really? So
1: so it, it doesn't seem likely to you that it would have been heroin. Do you think this is still opioids we're talking about?
4: I do. Here, here's the, what I do know. Here's what are the facts, as I understand them, which is, first of all, when they first said heroin, I, I literally stood up in the room and went, "Well, I know that's not the problem here. Fake news and journalists have no business doing this. I know what happened. Somebody gave Narcan, and maybe she woke up, maybe she didn't, and then somebody said it's an opiate, and then somebody said, "Oh, that's heroin." So th- that was that's infuriating me. Horrible journalism. Fake news. Number one. So here's what we do know: that she was unconscious. The friends gave her Narcan. Now, we don't know for sure whether she woke up or not after the Narcan, but we do know that when the fire department arrived, they reported an unconscious female, which suggests she did not respond to the Narcan. So I'm certain they gave the Narcan again. Now, she may have responded to the second dose, or she may not have, because she may have been unconscious from something else. What that something else would be would oh. be probably benzodiazepines, alcohol. That's what often happens. Now, she goes to the hospital. Here's what bothers me. She spent more than two days in the ICU. Allegedly, she did not have breathing problems. She could have gotten an aspiration. Sometimes people get pneumonias and end up in the ICU. But two days in the ICU after an alcohol benzo overdose is weird, which makes me think, uh-oh, maybe she had a cardiac arrhythmia and maybe stimulants were part of the issue, and they were watching her heart. Huh. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it's not all fitting together.
1: Well, it's a very scary situation, and obviously, fingers crossed, and all the love and uh, and healing and prayers that we can offer Demi Demi Lovato that she she gets better.
4: if she feels shame and guilt, I guarantee you, and she should not. She will be continue to be an inspiration for other people. Period. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right. Uh, Monday Through Friday, noon to 3, 790 KBC, Dr. Drew Podcast and live appearances at drdrew.com. And don't forget, download the Heal app in the App Store or Google Play to see a doctor now in the comfort of your home. i got to get back to your wife on the phone, Drew. Talk to you soon.
5: <laughs> Wonderful. Bye, It's nice. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. K-R-O-Q.
1: Ali is here with our final look at what's happening on a Thursday. Did
7: you guys watch Deadwood?
1: No, not at no, all. I never did. Oh. Heard it was great. Are you yeah.
7: serious? Didn't
1: watch it, it. It looked dirty and and well, it was dirty. dusty.
7: It was a western. King of yeah. Mexico. You watched it. Oh, yeah. So excited. So good. The show was
1: was so good. Isn't that the one where they swear all All the time in every sentence ever?
7: And it just seemed like a big deal back then because it was the early 2000s. What, 2004 when it came out? Right. And nobody was really swearing that much. But if you lived in this town, Deadwood, you'd swear a lot, too. Got to murder hookers, pass them off as different bodies. Okay. Okay what they did with a a hooker and they tried to pass it off as Trixies. Anywho, great show. And now, the Deadwood Reunion movie is finally a go. (gasps) Production starts this October and they're hoping for a spring 2019 premiere. Yay! Yay! That's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, Ian McShane, that's all you need to know about a television show. You watch it just for him. Timothy Oliphant? I like him. And a gun? I mean, seriously. This is upsetting. Now I, I have don't to- care, but yay. Great. Well, a lot of people care, and now I have to talk to Dave about something. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> you
2: can talk to someone else.
7: That's true. A- anyone that's else. That's true. Yeah. Well, after 11 years, since that's finally happening, now HBO programming president Casey Bloys thinks the night of might be his new Deadwood. And here's what he means by that. He's saying that now he's forever going to be asked about this finally returning. Everyone wants a season two of The Night Up.
1: Because it was one of the best shows of the whole year. It
7: was so damn good. It was a critical hit. Also won five Emmys. Really, Riz Ahmed, he was just, he was stunning. Your close personal friend, show.
2: Kevin, started He's there. amazing, yeah.
7: Did he ask about me?
2: It was embarrassing how much yeah, time he spent. Yeah. We had to cut it all out. Mm-hmm
7: here's the thing they will totally do it and HBO is just eagerly awaiting word from co-creator Steve Zalian but nothing yet but here's something that I find kind of nice and reassuring the head of programming Casey Bloy says that Steve is a little bit like Larry David he's going to come to us when he's ready for a creative executive that's a nice feeling because if Steve is saying I've got it I know he has it So if it's it's something amazing, he's going to say, I'm ready, let's do it. And HBO will be like, sign me up. (laughs) I
2: like that everybody else is ready.
7: Everyone's ready, just waiting for him. But, I mean, that show was so good. I can imagine there's a lot of pressure to make it as good, if not better. Of course. I can't even imagine. Uh, Hey, Ali. Yeah. Since
1: you got all these uh, HBO updates for Mm -hmm. us, have you heard anything at all about another season of True Detective?
7: You know what? Because
1: I liked both seasons of that so much.
7: I feel like there should be news.
1: Yeah. Seems like it's been long enough, right?
7: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> that went nowhere. Well, it, I mean, yeah, look
7: it up. Um, look it up. However, he did say that although beloved comedy Veep is ending next year, there will be no spinoffs of Selena Meyer or her staff, which kind of makes me sad.
2: Because yeah, there's so many characters you would love so to So yeah, many. See.
7: Oh, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for beep to come to an end. One of the best shows of all time. Agreed. Right? And this is interesting. Ryan Reynolds is tackling the important issues in his next film. It is called Stoned Alone. And yes, it's uh, basically Home Alone, but with a stoner. It's going to follow the story of a 20-something who misses his flight for a holiday ski trip and all the hijinks that ensue. What? Ryan Reynolds will be producing the film for Fox. Will
2: he be starring in it as well? He's just
7: producing oh, it. Oh, but... because if
2: he was starring in it, I'm in instantly. Yes. Huh. But I'm if he's... probably you want to get high?
7: A little bit, Drew. What time? <laughs> oh, that was a recording. I yeah, it was. Don't Dude, do do
2: dope. Right? Yeah. Uh, That's what we're saying.
7: Right. No, we're not. We're not saying that. We are. It's legal in California.
2: That isn't good for you.
7: Well, it, for a lot of people, it is. People that have cancer, people that want to actually have an appetite. It it does a lot for people. People with pain. No I'm gonna get
6: high tonight, though. I'm gonna get very high tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get so up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like mother fuck. <laughs> <too big." laughs>
2: they gave Nick my home phone number. Really? He called over and over again that night when they were having a party. I love it. Good times.
7: Was he like Mother F and Tupac? No. No, not at all? What's the opposite of Tupac? Probably Nick. Bean. Okay.
2: I can yeah. accept that as well. How, How dare you?
7: I'm just saying. Although you did nail Bong Bong yesterday. You did RZA the <laughs> did he hell rizzit? out of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Real good stuff. I like it. I had no idea that Harry Styles from One Direction is an executive producer of the new show CBS's Happy Together. Did you know that that he was I even involved? Not, no. I did not know. No. That By the way, this is a show: uh, Chris Parnell, Amber Stevens, West, Damon Wayans. It's a thirty-something couple tired of their mundane life. They start to reconnect with his younger cooler guy and reconnect with their younger, cooler selves just by being friends with him. And it's based loosely on his life and when he went to live with a man named Ben Winston, who's also an executive producer, which many people might know from James Corden Show. He's one of the creators of that. It's a very interesting thing. But that being said, I wish he was our producer because he brought a cool house ice cream truck to the new gig yesterday. Because, hello, it's hotter than hell. It's a hundred some odd degrees. And he thought, you know what? I'm just going to bring the cool house ice cream truck and just let all of our writers and That's staff enjoy. Awesome. Harry Styles.
2: You know what we should do? We should do Christmas music. Oh, all Christmas. That would because be it's great. so hot. Outside. Yeah. It's a good idea. We should I don't think know think why we didn't that. think of that.
7: Kevin, how happy were you that Quite. you got? food poisoning. I was quite
1: happy.
2: Although, having food poisoning is not fun. Yeah. But did he play the uh, Chipmunks? He sure did. Then I would prefer to be drunk. You would have had a great time. It It was. was We
1: were filled with holiday cheer. I would
2: have loved it. Yeah. Except for the Chipmunks, who
1: I couldn't hate more. Mm -hmm. And we actually heard from so many listeners who were really, really enjoying it, who said, you know what? It's starting to feel a little frosty in here. Right." Right? Which is what they needed.
2: Also,
7: a lot of listeners that said, okay, so now, not only is it hot, but I'm listening to music I hate. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, there's the spectrum. You can't please everybody all the time. You really can't. I learned that a long time ago. Some birthdays for you. We've got Helen Mirren, Mick Jagger, Sandra Bullock, Kate Beckinsale, Jason Statham, Chris Harrison, and from Pennywise, the wonderful Jim Lindbergh.
1: Hey, can I uh, just say a, a brief word about Mick Jagger? Because it's easy to think, oh, it's his birthday. He's 75,
2: you guys.
1: He's what? a great. He is 75. He He's is looked gr- 75 for 20 years. He is a great grandfather, uh-huh. and he is still
2: the lead singer of the Rolling Stones for like 58 years now. But let's focus on he's 75.
7: Wait, he's a great grandfather, and isn't he also a recent dad again? Oh,
2: yeah, he just had a baby like a year ago, yeah. Oh, God. he's has eight children. He's
1: 75, though. Kevin, I don't know what you think about when you think about a 75-year-old, but have you ever seen Mick Jagger
2: on stage? Yeah, I have. He is. He's but an amazing no, frontman. agree What was that? I don't know. He's an amazing <laughs> frontman. He's 75, though. How, how, is
1: it, how does it he... walk? I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too big. From the last show. It's a
7: weird way to start a set, yeah. but I it's mean, who hu- gets it out of the way?
1: superhuman is what I'm
2: saying. I, I agree. how
1: anyone at 75 can run like he does up and down and sing for three hours a
2: night. I'm I just, agree with you 100%. It. It's crazy that he's still the lead singer of, the, of, of that band, The Rolling mm-hmm. Stones. Mm-hmm. He looks terrible for 75. You think so? Yeah, at the same time.
8: I don't, I don't think Honestly, so. Honestly, I would have
1: guessed
2: 85.
8: No, oh, you would son. not. I probably you would, would have.
1: No. I mean, his look, his face, it looks like he spent too much time in the sun. Right. But I don't think
2: he doesn't have an old person face. Not like a senior citizen that you picture with white hair or something like that. I don't know. If he wasn't the lead singer of the Rolling Stones and you saw him at a rest home, you go, Sure. Sure, of course. 75? <laughs> no, 85. Oh, okay. He doesn't look good for a 75-year-old is what I'm saying. Right, and yet, he's amazing as a lead singer for the Rolling Stones. I hope I look anywhere near that good at 75. You sunny. won't. I don't now. <laughs> Neither <but laughs> you know of us know what will. I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway,
1: happy birthday, Big Jagger. That's yeah. all I'm saying.
7: You can't always get what you want, Bean. And God. that's what's happening. We were
8: almost done. Right? We were almost done, but I still had it in me.
2: Thank you, Allie. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness, and the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. The host of American Ninja Warrior, Akbar Bajamiamila.
7: Bajamilla.
2: Close enough for me. Yeah. Uh, comedian Jay Moore will be here. It's Keep It 100 because it's Friday, and more tickets for the Kevin and Bean built this pool singles party tomorrow. Right.
5: The Kevin and Bean
2: Show. The world famous K-Rock.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,